My Seven Chakras, Episode 70. Don't die with your music still in you. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body, from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to My 7 Chakras, and now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. What's going on Action Takers, AJ here and you are back once again to your home for stories and insights that will surely transform your life. You know, I'm so grateful for our growing Action Taker community Facebook group. I just love receiving your messages and emails and trust me, I read and reply to each and every one of them. So in one way, I want to inspire you. But on the other hand, I draw my inspiration from you. Now, I don't know what you are doing right now. You may be in transit on your way to work. You might be waiting in line to get your coffee or maybe you just come back from work and you're relaxing or maybe you're going through some hard times and you just want some inspiration. And I want to say to you, you are exactly where you need to be at this point in life. You just have to have faith and write your story. If there's one thing that I've learned in life, it's to be proud about or to be proud of your uniqueness. You see, I'm a left-handed person and you probably know this, but people who write with their left hands hold their pens or pencils and write in a very unconventional way. So as a kid, it was natural to me, but I didn't think much about it, right? But one day, one of my teachers noticed my writing style and asked me to change my writing style. I didn't want to, but he made me very conscious of the fact that everyone else in the class was writing normally and I was abnormal. And once again, I, uh, you know, I was made conscious of that difference. And because of that, I began conforming to everyone else in the class. I didn't want to, but how would kid know, right? So later in life, though, I shifted back to my original style of writing in a different way. And now I can write both ways. So the moral of the story is firstly, be proud of your past. Everything happens for a reason and never regret your past. Your past is your strength. And secondly, be proud of your uniqueness. Be proud of your strangeness. Be proud that you're not like everyone else. Because as Dr. Seuss says, why fit in when you, action taker, you were born to stand out. So that's my little story. Let's continue this conversation on the official My 7 Chakras group, which you can join by going to my7chakras.com slash tribe. T-R-I-B-E. That's our website name, dot com slash tribe. I'm so grateful that our group is growing super fast each and every day. So let's grow together. The link is my7chakras.com slash tribe. And today, Action Takers, we have a very special guest with us whose name is Deb Regan. So Deb, are you ready to inspire? Yes, I am. Awesome. So Deb Regan is an intuitive space clearing specialist. She works to move spaces and environments from chaos into harmony and in the process uncovers and helps people shift and helps shift people's unseen blocks in all areas of their lives. So Deb, that was a short intro for you, but help us get to know you a little better. 
Okay, well, I'm also a left-handed holistic health and life coach. (laughs) No way. (laughs) A change agent. And I serve on the Mm. faculty of the Academy for the Soul, the only online school for the intuitive arts. And what I do now is not at all where I started on my path. I was very left-brained rigid, structured. I actually practiced employment law. I was a partner in a major law firm. But Mm. my dad was diagnosed with brain cancer, and then he was fired for being sick. So we sued, and we won the first case in the United States under the Americans with Disabilities Act. And then my dad, about a year and a half after he was fired, was in the hospital, and I was going to go visit him the next day. We weren't in the same city. But the day before, I just had this unbelievable urge. I just felt the pull to get to where he was. And I did. I got there. I got to the hospital and he died two hours later. And being in the room with him when he died, that cracked my heart open and started my discovery of my right brain. So soon after that, I quit the practice of law and headed down the path to where I am now. So thanks a lot for that awesome intro. And thanks for sharing that you are a left-handed person as well. They say there's something special about left-handers and uh, we're getting to know that pretty soon. (laughs) So I'm not sure whether you've listened to a lot of our other episodes, but before diving deep, we do a little preparation to feel and be inspired. And we do that with an inspirational quote. So Dev, what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us one example of how you apply this quote to your life. Don't die with your music still in you. And I can remember when I read this Wayne Dyer quote for the first time, it just spoke to me so much because I really felt that my dad did die with his music in him. So I apply that quote every day. It's the inspiration for me in my daily work to always be making sure that I'm expanding and letting my music out, letting my gifts out. And on the flip side, helping others to uncover their blocks so that they don't die with their music still in them, because everybody has a part to play in this orchestra of life. Mm -hmm. That is such a wonderful quote. Don't die with your music still in you. So action takers, think about it. Take a moment to really realize what is your song. We each have our own songs within us, but what is your song? What is your instrument? And who are those people who you will play your beautiful song for but just remember don't die with your music still in you now deb you help shift people's unseen blocks in all areas of their life so what are some of these unseen blocks well it's space clearing which is kind of the basic word is shifting the energy of a space from chaotic to harmonious Mm -hmm. so what creates that chaos if you think about how we go through our physical space and we dust But that isn't touching the energetic dust or the energetic buildup in our space. So just consider how many thoughts we think or words we speak in our spaces on a daily basis. And then be honest and think about how many of those thoughts and words are positive and how many of them are negative or lower level. You know, maybe you're worried about losing your job, maybe you're anxious or fearful about finances or health-related issues, Mm -hmm. maybe you have an argument in your space, 
grief, someone dies in the space or takes their own life. We have, when we have these lower level emotions, we, we tend to have some passion behind them and we run them through our heads over and over like we're hitting the replay button or, you know, like hamsters running on a wheel. It, it, they're habitual thought patterns that we have. And then if you expand and think about if the space that you live in is not new, whether you own or you rent, think about the fact that someone lived there before you. So all their thoughts, all their words, all their happenings. And as I said, maybe someone died in the space. Maybe the space was foreclosed upon. All of those thoughts and words and happenings collect in the space like energetic dust. And if you've never cleared that dust, it's still there. So the example, the visual I like to give is just imagine living in a space for 10 or 15 years and never cleaning the bathtub or the toilet energetically that's what's going on so space clearing goes in we're going in at a deep vibrational level it's like an intense spring or fall cleaning moving the space from chaos into harmony mm -hmm. so listeners thoughts are energy and energy cannot be created nor can it be destroyed in your own home there are so many thoughts words that you experience on a daily basis None of us can really control them and most of them are negative sometimes and whether we want it or not, this happens in our mind and there is this constant mental chatter that a lot of people describe this as. But Deb, I love the analogy that you used that you're here basically to sort of analyze the lower state energies or the negative energies which might affect a person's life and do a spring cleaning or a fall cleaning. So that I, I love that analogy. Let's take a few steps back here. You trained with a space clearing and feng shui expert for about eight years. And currently you're transforming people's lives around the world. But what really got you into virtual space clearing? Is there a story behind it? <laughs> well, after I quit the practice of law, I studied health and life coaching. Mm -hmm. And that was what I thought my path was. Nutrition, healthy eating, they're very big to me. They still are, sure. especially after you know my dad died. And then I happened to meet this person who did space clearing, and I was so drawn to this process. I, I just had to get my own space cleared. But she wasn't doing it virtually like I do. She had to mm. come in from out of town. But that space clearing had such an impact on me that I started telling my close friends about the process and learning how to do it at the same time. And what I do now actually has even evolved from there. One of the things I actually use in my in my space clearing is um, chakras. Mm. So I work with chakras, like when I'm when I'm working individually with a client. Well, even in a group, if I'm working doing a space clearing, I'm always relating the area that's being cleared with the chakra that it represents, because to me they just they just go hand in hand. And then second, I do something called energetic remodeling where I place the bagua, the, the layout of your space, over your aura. And I get the area that has the block that you're now ready to let go of and upgrade. So we go in and specifically work with the chakra that's attached to that part, you know, of your space. And we use then that person's space in that area to support them as they go through that remodeling process. 
Mm-hmm. Now I have, a, I have a quick question over here. You say you place the bagua over a person's aura, but what if it's a family? Uh, multiple people, I'm sure they have different auras. So do you go about putting it over the aura of the head of the family, or how how is that done? Well, if I'm working in to do an energetic remodeling, it would be individual. It would be you know like mm. anybody that wanted an energetic you know that process, I would do it with that individual because it's it's that person. You know, every single one of us walks a different life, even within our family, you know, my husband, my kids, you know, you're anybody in your family, they're all going to have had different experiences. I would even, I guess I would say twins, even, you know, they're going to have different experiences. So they're, and they're going to clear their blocks, you know, at different rates, and maybe one of them will and one of them won't, you know, it's so it, it that is definitely an individual. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned energetic remodeling or energetic modeling. Is that correct? Energetic remodeling. Yes. Remodeling is individual, but is virtual space clearing. Is that also individual or is that for the entire home? No, that's for the entire home. And that is when someone works with me, I'm working with one person from the home and it, and it can be. Sure. So for example, even in situations, you know, like there, there are situations where someone maybe is living in a space that's actually owned by others. Maybe they're just, they just have a bedroom in the space um, by, you know, or they, they're renting a space and they're sharing the, the bedroom itself. We can create the bagel. We can, you know, work with just that area because they have permission over that. But typically for a space for, for someone's home, you know, there can be an entire family, but it's still, it's, I'm dealing with one person on the phone at the time, but it's clearing the space. It's clearing the energy of the entire space and everyone's going to feel the shift. I can even give an example of a situation where I cleared a space that was rented Wonderful. by someone else. They were friends. The other person mm-hmm. was uh, out of the country at the time and the space clearing had this really great positive impact on the person that was living in the space, the renter, the renter, and then the person who owned the space, who was not present, in, you know, at the time. It had a profound impact on him, even though he didn't have anything to do with it. So it it really can shift. Uh, it really goes in and shifts. It it gets because a lot of if you remember what I said, a lot of what's in spaces is other people's stuff. So you get rid of that, you know, the stuff that we're dealing with, you know, from other people that they didn't take with them when they moved out. And you really get a sense for, you know, and people really can feel that, feel that difference. Mm-hmm. So let's say a person listening to the show right now uh, has become aware and looks around in his or her home and says, you know what, my place might need some virtual space clearing. Are there any visual or non-visual signs that might suggest a home uh, needs visual space clearing? Well, the biggest thing these days is clutter. If Mm -hmm. there is a lot of clutter in the space, they, if you think about everything has energy. So every single piece, every single item that's in your space has energy and you're then yeah. living in it and dealing with that energy coming at you and into your field all the time. Think about something like people that go out and shop. 
mindlessly, you know, like they're, they're trying to fill a hole in their lives so that, you know, they'll just, what they do is they go shop and maybe they buy clothes that are now hanging in their closet. Well, that where you were energetically, when you bought those clothes, Mm -hmm. you now brought them back into your space or think about things that you get you know, that were handed down. I have an example of uh, I cleared a space and the person for her office chair was Mm -hmm. sitting and using the office chair of her former boyfriend. And she was actively seeking a relationship with a beloved. (laughs) And she's using the office (laughs) chair previous, you know, boyfriend and so we cleared the chair you know we have situations I, I i run into this a lot i there was another situation where someone had their car parked you know like the the garage was in an area that was you know that was part of the bot was in an attached garage and she happened to park on you know the side of the garage um, that yeah. was in the love and partnership area and i had and she contact me later because you can actually even lay the bagua over the car you know and Mm. go into the car and look at that as a you know a representation for for your life and stuff back in her trunk in the love and partnership area was in fact some stuff from a former boyfriend and she also was seeking a relationship (laughs) so it's oh. so interesting the stuff that you know that that people don't realize that are in their space. Another example of someone who uh, had cactus right outside their front, you know, their front door. Mm-hmm. And so, by my training, the typical answer I would give would be, "Well, that's kind of prickly energy." You know, as people are coming to your coming into your space, do you really want them to have that? experience of Mm -hmm. that prickly energy so I I referenced that but the other piece that came in and this is the other beautiful piece that I that I that I get is that I get messages I get these beautiful messages from spaces and what I got was that a cactus is a water retention plant if you think about it and the very first part of your space is known as the career mission those the front and center part of your space is your career mission area and that is supported mm-hmm. by the element of water so you do not want something that's in a retains right, water exactly exactly <laughs> sitting there it, it, right at your front door so True, true. Now, this beautifully transitions into the next question I was going to ask you. On your website, you say that water plays such a vital role in our lives. In feng shui terms, it vibrates at the same level as money. Now, this caught my attention because I remember even as a child back home in India, many years back, my dad, who is a believer in feng shui, installed a little water fountain at home. So can you talk to us a bit about the relationship between water and money? And uh, apart from installing a water fountain, what do you normally suggest clients do to enable that flow, you know, and not uh, uh, have signs that water is being retained like a cactus plant? Right. Okay. So the actual, the back left corner, the back left section, your your space is divided into nine different equal parts. And so the okay. very back left 
part of your space is the abundance money power area. And, Mm -hmm. and even, and so, and that is the area that I would be focused on for flow and water and money and finances and buy water. Exactly. Like you say, you know, if they can have a fountain, if they can't have a fountain, Mm -hmm. you know, just a small fountain in that area, like a tabletop fountain, what they can do is have a picture that has, mm-hmm. you know, that is, that isn't still water. We want to have it look, we want to have a, the idea of moving water, you know, like so a waterfall, something that just imparts the, the feeling of movement for the water so that it's flowing so that you just get the idea of, you know, that it, it's a river that it's, you know, and then people can tune in to that part of their space and see that this actually, AJ, this is, this is the part, this is one of the parts that I most often, at least here in the U.S., I find that this area is missing. Mm-hmm. And so when you think about it, what's happening is that now the space cannot even support you in your abundance money power. It has, it's, it's not able to support you because it's not, it, it's not inside the house. So you can actually, you know, sit down kind of in a meditative state and expand your space. If you're missing that part of your Bagua, you want to expand. In fact, if you're missing any parts of your Bagua, you know, take that, take the, you know, the, the Bagua layout and put it over your space, lining it up you know, the very front with, with the architectural front door, lay it over your space and then energetically sit in a meditation and expand your space energetically so that it completely is, so that you have all quadrants of your space. And if you're in something like an apartment building or a condominium where you have shared walls with other people, sit again in a meditation and bring all the areas of, of the Bagua into your space so that you're not just sitting, you know, if, if you're not conscious of the, of the layout, you're, you might be just sitting like off in the family community area, just (laughs) one little area and not realizing why so many things are maybe not going so great in your life because there's such an amazing relationship between people and spaces. So for example, I can give an example of a woman. um, I cleared her space and she had quite the family history of suicide. Like her brother had committed suicide her daughter had had suicidal thoughts. I believe an uncle had also committed suicide. So it was a very prominent you know, issue in her family. And she had purchased the house and not found out until after she purchased it that the house, that the owner of the house before had actually committed suicide. So you see how, you know, energetically we end up being attracted to spaces that you know have the gaps that we have in our life too you know and they can work with us it's what i see is that there are so many people that when i was doing health coaching i would see the emotional blocks that were in people's bodies but when i'm doing the virtual space clearing what i'm seeing people 
do is that they get it. They start to see. They see the blocks because they're outside of them. You know, the, the space is mirroring what's going on inside of you. So, you know, if you have blocks, your space has them too. And it can help you see them, you know, because we have 88% of our, of our brain is our subconscious, you know, so we might think everything is going along just dandy, but, you know, it, this, the, if we don't really, if we're not tapping into that subconscious, we can get to that area by using space clearing and, and uncovering those blocks. Wonderful. So action takers, especially if you recently moved into a new place, a rental apartment of you, or if you bought a new home, your energetic well-being does not only depend on your physical and mental, but also on the physical space where you live in. Think about the different rooms, the kitchen, your bedroom. And when you clear that stale energy, the negative energy that has been collected by the people living before that, when you clear that, you can experience a paradigm shift. Now, Deb, we've discussed some really interesting stories and insights so far. And what we've learned is that clearing energy blocks in our body, mind, and in our home is the way to go. Based on this, is there a health tip that you can share with our audience that they can try out immediately? What I would say immediately is to open your windows. Let your space mm -hmm. breathe. Even if you're concerned with outside air pollution, it's actually the indoor air pollution that is the bigger problem. Open those windows. We're, we're meant to be out in nature. And, you know, so many don't actually, you know, they're going to work, they're driving, you know, all they're in hardscape situations. Mm -hmm. And when they come home, I mean, I've talked to window cleaners who say they don't even know why people have screens on their windows because they go from, you know, furnace to air conditioning if they're in that kind of climate or they just leave the air conditioning on all the time or, you know, so open your windows, let your space breathe. That's that's really it would really, really help your space and you. <laughs> True, true, true. So listeners, you might have heard them say, open the window of your soul, but now literally open the windows of your home because your heart, your home is where your heart is. So thanks a lot, Dev, for that powerful tip. I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I have been trusted to take the game-winning shot, and I have missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is the reason why I succeed. If you haven't guessed by now who said this, it is basketball superstar Michael Jordan. And with that, we enter the round during which we listen to stories of challenges, trials, and hardships, because although each and every one of us might experience our own challenges, we can always learn from the experiences of others. So Deb, take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge. What were you feeling at that instant? And then how did you overcome the challenge? Well, the challenge that stands out to me happened six years ago when my very athletic and healthy husband had a stroke, what is known as a dissection stroke, which can happen in sports trauma or car accidents. Just an artery wall gave way while he was sleeping. We still don't know why, but Watching this very, very strong man become paralyzed completely on his right side was hard. But I remember at the time feeling 
acceptance and ready to move forward. I, I didn't stand in, oh my gosh, if only, if only, if only. We both were ready to move forward and make whatever changes needed to happen in our lives to accommodate this. And going through that experience, neither one of us ever gave up. We still haven't given up. So, And today, if you met him, all you would notice would be a slight limp. And so there might be listeners out there who've had a stroke or maybe they may have one in the future or a loved one has had one. And I, I just really want to encourage you not to listen when you're told that you only have six months to a year to recover. And after that, you know, it's over. My husband is a testament to that. There are studies out there that show that people who accept that prediction, that's what happens to them. And those who don't accept it, they continue to improve. And so the experience really reinforced my commitment to not die with my music still in me and to help others in any way that the universe leads me to clear their blocks so that they don't die with their music still in them either. So Deb, thanks a lot for sharing your story with us. Sharing your story with people around the globe is never an easy thing to do. But because you did today, our listeners have one more reason to not give up and to take action. And someone rightly once said that dawn usually follows the darkest part of the night, the dawn of a new idea, the dawn of a new job or a new business, the dawn of finding your life's purpose. On that very topic, Leo Bascalia once stated a wonderful realization will be the day you realize that you are unique in all the world. There is nothing that is an accident, you are a special combination for a purpose. So don't let them tell you. Otherwise, only you can fulfill that tiny space that is yours. So my question to you, Dev, is have you found your life's purpose? If yes, what is your purpose? Yes. Yes, I, I have. I It is vibrational empowerment of people and spaces. And it's continuing to expand and evolve. It's doing what I'm doing with the space clearing and the energetic remodeling and what, however else it evolves in the future, it's, it continue, it's continuing to evolve and grow. But I love what I'm doing. I love getting the word out about this practice because I see how much it helps people. I, I even have a, a, a situation, you know, the example of, you know, where I cleared a space of mm-hmm. where a mom came to me because her little girls were having nightmares in the space. And it was, you know, her little girl, one of her little girls that really brought it to her attention that they were only having the nightmares in the space. And so I cleared the space and they stopped having the nightmares. And at the, you know, she emailed me a couple weeks later to say that she was standing by the street looking at the house with her three-year-old and the three-year-old exclaimed, this sure is a nice place to live. It's super fun and super <laughs> happy. And it's, it's that kind of thing that just keeps me just loving. Every, I mean, I, I, every day I, I make the comment, I love what I do. I love what I do. 
So action takers, there are a lot of things in life that we do not currently understand. We don't understand a lot about the universe. We don't understand a lot about our own human body. But the truth is that you don't need to know the formula for gravity to experience it. And so if you are having these symptoms, if you somebody in your family is not getting the right sleep, if you just don't feel right at your home intuitively, if you're facing certain challenges financially or relationship-wise or something like that, you now are aware of this particular practice called virtual space clearing and you know who to reach out to and for reaching out to deb we're going to share the exact thing that you need to do uh, in order to get in touch with her but that's coming in a couple of minutes deb looking back now was there ever a particular moment when you were finally convinced that this is what you were meant to do take us back to a, to that very moment Actually, I remember it clearly. I was reading a book about functional nutrition, and the author mm. was describing how we essentially possess the keys to the kingdom of our own health through our diet, lifestyle, and environment. And the word environment sat on the page, blinking at me like a neon light. It was like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I realized that in the coaching model that I was using, I was working to impact people's lives by talking to them twice a month. But by clearing their space, I could be with them every day of that month. And that's not to put down the health coaches out there. We need the education that they <laughs> provide to people. But that ultimately was not supposed to be my calling. It was put there and it was put in place to lead me to this. So Deb, we have finally arrived at the wisdom round, which is really short. And simple. Four questions that need four responses. And it's structured just like a rapid fire round, just so that our listeners can take notes and take action. Are you ready? Yes, I am. So what is the best advice that you have ever received? Always lead with your heart. So name a personal habit that contributes to your well-being. I would say the green smoothie that I make in the morning, that I start every morning. And... In line with that, what is your morning ritual like? Well, before I even open my eyes, I move myself into what's known as a state of stability. So I get into my heart. I anchor my awareness inside my body because so many of us are up and out or off in other places. So I anchor my awareness back, you know, make sure that it's inside my body. I ground and then I get on the grid and I make that green smoothie and then I feed my dogs and get them out for a walk. And as I'm walking, I'm basically doing a meditation, moving meditation, because we have beautiful walking paths around my house, beautiful you know, forest areas and walking areas where I can go. So the next question, Deb, is really important. What is the name of your dog? <laughs> I have two <laughs> dogs. One is okay. Mika and the other okay. is Dory. Mika is a Shiba Inu. She looks like a red oh, okay. fox. And Dory is a Maltese Bashan. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, could you name a book that has made a significant impact on your life? Oh, I love books. I love to read. I guess the one that comes to mind, it's, it's a book that I read a very long time ago. It's called Molecules of Emotion by Candace hmm. Pert. And she was combining science and spirituality, basically, in that book. But the, the idea, it was such a revolutionary idea to me at the time that we have all of our cells 
you know, the, the trillions of cells that we have, they all have receptor sites on them. And she described it like little parking spaces around the cell. And so if you think about in those parking spaces, if you put happiness, happiness is parked in those parking spaces, as an example, then when, you know, you're near somebody or, you know, the rest of your family gets sick or gets a flu bug or whatever, mm-hmm. there's, there's no place for it to park as it goes through your body. You know, we've, we've, we're always being exposed, you know, on a daily basis, we're being exposed to all kinds of stuff. And it's like up to our immune system to help us out with that. Well, it was really inspirational to me to under to understand that we had all of these, all of these receptor sites around our cells, and that we could have emotions, we could have positive emotions parked in those cells. And that would mean that the negative stuff that would come at us could would just have to pass by because there was no place for it to park. So action takers, in case you are driving and were not able to take down notes, which I don't recommend either, realize that I have you covered. Whenever you have a moment, head on over to the show notes page. That's my7chakras.com slash 70 in digit form, right? So it's my7chakras.com slash 70 to access the show notes and of course make sure you share this episode with your friends and family over social media the link is my7chakras.com slash 70 so deb it was great having you on our show today before you go tell us one thing that you're totally grateful for tell us the best way we can find you and then we'll say goodbye well i'm grateful to be in this body on this planet now i i'm so grateful for just being here being able to do what i do and being here in this transformative time it's i think my personal thought is that everybody who's here at this moment in time you know really actually signed up to be here and has a really has a greater purpose and you know, they all have a piece of the puzzle or, or they're all part of the orchestra, as I said before. And mm-hmm. as far as how to reach me, I have a website, debregan.com, D-E-B-R-E-G-A-N, debregan.com, and also virtualspaceclearing.com. And then you can find me on Facebook at Debregan C-H-H-C, which is Certified Holistic Health Coach, C-H-H-C, Certified Intuitive Strategist. That's where you can find me on Facebook. And I have prepared just for your listeners the Chakra Bagua chart. I have a Bagua chart that I'm giving out all the time or I'm referring to, but I thought it would be helpful for your listeners in particular to know what parts, not only what parts of their space relate to what life area but also what chakra is relates to that area as well so i created the chart and it's they're going to be able to find it at debregan.com forward slash chakras so action takers this is the point where based on your experience based on if this is a topic that you've been waiting for somehow from the universe if you want to know more then you got to go to this website, debregan.com, D-E-B, 
R E G A N dot com, and especially because Deb has created this uh, giveaway, especially for our audience, for my seven chakra listeners. Not just the Bagua, which talks about what parts of space relate to what life area, but also how they relate to the chakras. And so, this is your unique opportunity to learn more about the chakras as well, about virtual space clearing, and also get in touch with Dev. So, listeners, in case you want to know more, go to www.debregan.com forward slash chakras. And you will have your download and that's how you can get to know more about the Bhagwas and about virtual space clearing. And listeners, if you like this episode, if you like the content that we deliver to you three days in a week, head on over to iTunes, subscribe to our show so that you really have the uh, latest episodes downloaded automatically to your device and leave us a rating and review. You see, reviews really, really matter. And I read each and every one of your reviews. It will just take one minute. Leave a review and let me know what you think of today's episode. So Deb, thank you so much for coming on our show, talking to us about virtual space clearing and feng shui and taking us one step closer to a human revolution. Thank you, AJ. You are listening to My 7 Chakras. Go to mysevenchakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired and take action. Transform your life today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.